Hey girl, do you look at food as good or bad? You put that label on it often. Do you have a love-hate relationship with food? In today's episode, I want to share with you three ways to learn to love the food your body needs and discover that it is not the enemy that is to nourish you. So hope you'll stick in, stick in with me, and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body, and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. I have always avoided foods in this journey that I've had all these years, avoided foods because they are good or they're bad or labeled them good or bad. And it is definitely something that has been ingrained in our brains due to the diet culture and what we've been taught. And, you know, I would just completely avoid all things that were quote unquote bad and really used to judge people for when they would eat these good or bad foods and, you know, I wasn't eating them. And you know what? It's not a moral issue. You know, I used to judge people for drinking uh, soda, Coke, and this was years and years and years ago. However, you know, in the most recent years, I have had a diet Coke a day. I can't even tell you probably how many diet Cokes I I had, but this, this is a, you know, pattern that I enjoy a diet Coke. I haven't had them in a while now, but for years I would have one every day. And it was just something that I really enjoy. And you know, now that I look back on viewing foods as good or bad, is a Diet Coke healthy? Mm, probably not. It's got, it's got, you know, artificial sweetener and who knows what's that doing to my body? No, it's not the greatest choice. But I think when we all come through this place of really understanding how to balance our eating, how to balance our life, it's really about picking and choosing what works and what doesn't work for us. And it's not our place to look down on somebody else or judge somebody else for what they're doing. We've got to turn our eyes to ourselves and really see what we need to do and what is successful for us. And, you know, it was, it's, was just really eye opening to really begin to shift how I thought regarding using this terminology that food is good or bad. And, you know, why do we, why do we do this? It it is the culture around us. It is this diet culture that has continually put this into our minds that food is good and bad. And, you know, it's, it's not really a moral issue. It's, it's all about what is the healthiest choice for me? What is the healthiest choice that I can choose? And what foods are the healthiest? Some foods are not as healthy. And so beginning to change how you talk about food is really important. So, you know, for me, I started to catch myself when I would say, well, that's bad for you. I would either A, not say it, or B, 
change the wording to that may not be the healthiest option. Is there a different option that would be healthier that would help your body versus maybe not make you feel as good? And so coming to a place of changing how you look at food, how you see food is really important in this journey of understanding that it's, it's food is healing. Food is there to nourish you and there are better foods for you than others. And learning this for yourself is really a huge part of how you're going to journey through this. And, you know, I want to share with you three ways to learn to love what you need. And it's not about something that I do. It's not about something that somebody else does. It's what you determine is best for you and how you function best. And, you know, trying not to to use the judgmental lens that we, that we tend to come from to look at other people and say, well, I cannot believe you're eating that. Or, you know, looking down on somebody for eating something that you really wish you could eat and you really feel like the guilt and the shame if you do eat it. Food is not a moral issue. It is about what it, it, it just is what it is. It's not good or bad. And it's about what is going to work for you. So get out a pen and paper and let's take some notes here. Number one, you need food for life. You have to have food, right? There's no way around avoiding eating. And there's so many choices around us. There's so many convenience foods around us. We have to decide how we want to navigate this how we want to navigate. Most of us are trying to lose weight all the time. And at some point, I hope and pray that you will let go of that idea and learn to to have a deeper purpose behind your goals and your fitness and your nutrition. And, and I think with age, this has happened with me, you know, understanding that food is healing. And when I'm eating things that are just junk, then I don't feel good. And at this stage of my life, I want to be, have as much energy as, as I can. I want to be able to keep up with my child who's eight years old and I want to be able to feel good. I don't want to, want, want to take a nap every single day and feel like I have to in order to function. I don't want to have headaches. I want to feel good in my body. And so you got to have food for life. And when you finally make that mind shift to know what you need to eat, the deprivation cycle begins to shift and it begins to change into fueling my body and giving my body what it needs and eating in a way that is sustainable, eating in a way that's freeing and eating in a way that really looks like health, that really feels like this is, this is what I need. Years of dieting can take a toll on your body and you you need nourishment and this is what i had come to find out that you know all these years of deprivation and over exercising and doing the things that were harmful to my body just the lack of calories but not just that the types of foods that i that i had been eating for so long like it may have been something that i felt like was healthy was doing me good, but I wasn't getting the, the proper nutrition to really help me feel good. So understanding food can heal. It can allow your body to respond much differently if you really know what, what it is that you need. Secondly, you get it, you've got to stop judging food as good or bad. You know, again, it's not a moral issue and you've got to look at it as what is this 
food going to do to me if I eat it? So if you decide to go out to for Chinese and you love Chinese and the the food always makes you feel awful afterwards. Like the next day you feel awful. You're either in the bathroom or just the fact that there's so, so much sodium in it. You just feel like you're retaining water. You're bloated. Like what is the outcome there? Yeah, it did taste good going down, but thinking after the fact, evaluating what it is that, that your body's feeling. So the food may not be the healthiest, but what's it doing to my body? What kind of energy do I have after I eat this? So how can you make that same meal? How, how can you adjust and have Chinese at home and make it in such a way that it tastes good, you enjoy it, and it, it, it may take maybe 15 or 20 minutes out of your day, maybe 30 minutes out of your day to, to get the groceries and, and make it at home. But once you get in this habit, like you're going to feel so much better about what you ate that you're going to, your body's going to respond in such a greater way. And you're not going to be consuming as many calories as you would if you were to go out. And these kinds of behaviors, these kinds of mind shifts can really begin to transform your journey with food and understanding that how can I make these choices a little bit healthier? So stop judging food as good or bad. Learn to shift your how you speak about it, how you think about it, and certainly how you judge food. This, the third one is here is to take responsibility for your choices. Like this is huge, right? We, we make so many excuses for ourselves. You know, I, this is, I don't have time to do this. I don't, I don't really want to do this because it just, it's just too much time and I don't have time. And, you know, usually it's, it's the time excuse, right? But taking responsibility for what for what it is that you're putting into your body and not using the excuses to, to eat in a way that is not giving you the results that you want to get. You know, when you start choosing right, it's a domino effect. Every right decision that you choose, yeah, there's going to be some, some decisions in there that may not be the best, but every right decision that you choose for yourself in, in the healthiest option that you can it's a domino effect. You will not only feel better, you will start to see your results better. You'll start to see when you start feeding and nourishing your body, your body's going to respond and it's going to respond in many ways that you may never even realized, you know, giving yourself this grace, but also taking ownership for this is how I've been eating. And why would I expect anything else to come out of this when this is how I'm eating, whether you're eating, whether you're under eating or whether you're overeating, whether you're eating fast food six days a week, whether you're eating sugary stuff, you're having, you're having way more portions of dessert than you should, you know, how, whatever it looks like for you, you've got to take responsibility for what it is that you're doing. And you have to open your eyes to see that if it's not working, and you're struggling, there's got to be some other way, right? There's got to be some other way. So stop giving up after three days. Your body has got to have time. Your brain needs time to retrain, to unlearn past beliefs, past things that you have, habits that you have done for years and years and years. 
It doesn't just take three days. You have to show up every day for yourself and take that responsibility for your choices and know that if you choose the thing that's not the healthiest, you're probably going to pay for it. You're probably going to feel it. And if you choose to deprive yourself all day, then at some point you're going to binge. At some point you're going to overindulge and then it just continues. So I pray that you would really consider these three things to, to begin to unlearn the things that you've maybe done for, for most of your life and really learn to love how food can fuel you, can heal you, can change you if you do it the right way. So you need food for life. Stop judging it as good or bad and take responsibility for your choices. These three things can help you on your journey to really changing your relationship with food. I pray that this has given you some thought, something to think about and to really dive into what it is that you're, what what it is that you're doing. If it's not working, there's got to be a different way. And there is a different way. I would love to share that with you. Would love for you to email me at Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietdigging.com so we can talk through maybe what your goals are and what it is that you're doing now that is not working for you and how we can get you on track to change your relationship with food, but also reach the goals that you ultimately want to reach. So take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.